The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independence. But it's Charlie, every August my holidays are ruined by the fact that I actually have to pay a big chunk of money for my home insurance to make sure I'm covered in the event of fire damage, break-ins or whatever. And then a few weeks ago, I got a letter from my insurance broker and I went, ah, come on, because it was telling me I might be underinsured and I might need to pay a top up on the premium, the already large premium that I paid last August. I understand I'm not alone in that. No, Matt, and these letters have gone out to about half a million homes or homeowners already home, people in homes, householders rather, you don't have to be a homeowner, but... um, and they're going to go out to everybody. The central bank, the regulator, has told the insurance companies, send out letters to people warning them that they may be underinsured. Now, what's underinsured? It's basically the fact that if you've damaged your house, particularly if it's serious damage, if your kitchen gets burst pipe or something, it's going to cost a lot more to repair that because we've seen huge construction inflation, anywhere between 15% and 44% increase in the cost of doing rebuilding work, according to the surveyors, the Society of Chartered Surveyors. So people are finding that when they make a claim, they haven't got sufficient insurance in place. Suppose you, know, you have a 20 grand kitchen and uh, it gets destroyed. It might cost you 30 grand to get that replaced, you know, so... And if you have, so it has gone up that much. The the costs of yeah. actually getting the materials and getting the labour to do a job like that. There has been extreme inflation in the construction construction industry. Labour is a real issue. But you're talking about plasterboard, uh, cement, uh, you know, um, anything like that. Uh, wood, timber, all seeing huge inflation costs, huge price increases. Now it's steadied down a bit, but that was running at about fourteen, fifteen percent a year at one stage. So, you know, depending on, on the type of home it is or where it is and what the materials are in it, and, you know, according to the surveyors, who, who are the professionals in this, it's up to 44% more expensive to get, to get rebuilding work done. So this is not, so you need to have your house value, Matt, and I'm getting this all the time on Twitter. This is not about the market value of your, of your house. It's not about what your house will sell for. It's about if you have, had, if you have to get work done, if, you're, if there's a bad wind and a load of slates fly off the roof, it's nothing to do with what, 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 what an estate agent would get for your house. It's the cost of sending a roofer up there to get that work done. If the house goes on fire, it's the cost of replacing the building. You have the site, but the you reinstatement. have to pay. Reinstatement. I suspect a lot of people just look at the overall cost of reinstatement and they don't factor down into the costs of doing individual smaller jobs, such as, as you described, if you needed a kitchen or as has happened to us, if you sort of had a burst pipe under somebody's bedroom. And which would cause immense damage and very expensive to, to repair. You're talking about plasterboards, floorboards, everything. Yeah, look, look at it this way, Matt. Supposing you're insured for €300,000. That's, that's what you, the sum insured, they call it, is €300,000. So the rebuild cost on that house is €300,000. But it gets destroyed in a fire and it costs €400,000 because there's a lot of inflation out there. You have a 25% shortfall at the moment here, Matt. And they'll you, only give you the insurer they will only, only give you 300,000 they'll only give you the 300,000 so what do you do for the other 100,000 you're, you're, go you're, to the bank you're, you're on the hook for that yourself 
You pay for that yourself. So this is why these letters have been, or these insurers have been ordered by the central bank. Send out these letters, warn people that they are at risk of being underinsured, and if there's a claim, they're on the hook for it. So this is very important that people read this letter. This is not just one of those letters that you glance at and throw it in the bin. Read the letter and act on it. Now, how do you work out what it's going to cost to rebuild your house to make sure you have sufficient cover in place? You can talk to your broker if you have a broker. If you're doing the insurance yourself, there's a very good rebuild calculator on the Society of Chartered Surveyors Ireland, SCOI, Society of Chartered Surveyors. Put that into into, um, SCSI, put that into Google or whatever, and, and it comes up with a very good rebuild calculator. You put Which is on the per, per square foot. Yeah, based on per square foot. And, and it also does typical houses like a three bed in Cork or whatever, you know. But you can put in the square footage and it can tell you, look, at in, 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 the typical rebuild cost in your area is going to be X. And if your insurance is not up to that figure, you need to, you need to get on to the insurer and say, OK, we need to increase uh, uh, the, the, the sum insured. Now, where it gets very unfair here, Matt, is the home insurance rates are being going up anyway. They've been going up eight, seven, eight, nine percent at the moment. People are seeing uh, the insurers are charging them more on the basis that it costs more to, to get work done. But they'll still tell you you're, if you make a claim and you're not, you haven't got sufficient insurance in place. They'll still say to you, "Oh, sorry, yeah, it's no good saying to them." But you increase the premium. Well, no, you haven't got enough insurance in place. So you need to sort this out yourself. The onus is on homeowners to get this sorted out. Otherwise, you'll have a shortfall and you'll be you'll be hit with the bill. Is it automatic that you actually will get the claim paid in the sense that, say, for example, if you had a burst pipe, could they turn around and say, well, actually, it's your own fault that your pipe burst? Or you didn't identify the damage when done from it quickly enough? Well, it could do. If the house is unoccupied for a certain period of time, for example, uh, they won't cover water damage. They, you know, there, there, there are certain exclusions. So yeah, you, you often have to argue with them. Uh, you know, you may have to take a case to the ombudsman. They're, they're, you know, they, spend, they spend a lot of time trying to wriggle out a claim sometimes. Now, they can be fair enough other times, but, you know, you need to do certain things. Um, uh, it, 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 be, be, be kind of aware, if you can, of what's in the... What's in the uh, What's in the policy and, and, and talk to it. I would advise going to a decent broker and, and ask them to make sure, look, am I might cover now for all the standard stuff here. Like if somebody comes to the, to, the, to, to the house, for example, and does work and falls off the ladder, who's covering that? You know, your, your home cover will generally cover Actually, that. Listen, listener here brings up a very good uh, point, saying it's even more complicated than the example you gave, because if you're underinsured and you gave the example 300,000 house, They'll actually, and it's 400,000 for doing the repair works, they won't give you the 300,000. They'll actually give you less than that because they'll say you were undersured in the first place. You won't get the full 300,000. Oh, no, no. Because they'll say you're 75% only. Well, well, look at this example, for example. Supposing the the house is insured for 300,000 euros, the rebuild cost is 400 grand. You have a 100,000 euro claim, 100,000 euro claim. You are you have a twenty five percent shortfall. You're only going to get seventy five. Yeah, seventy five grand is all you're going to get there. Seventy five grand. So the, you know the, the, that's the rule they work under. That's that's perfectly legal for them to do. So don't get caught by this. You don't get caught by this. You know, I, I think. So actually, good question from listener. What if the insurance is paid as part of a management fee? We live in a duplex apartment. Presumably, what's going to happen there is the management fee is just going to come back and be put up. Yeah, and you need to get onto the management company and say to them, "Look, at have you guys reviewed the sum insured here for this building? You know, because the, if there's a problem here, the cost of repairing it, sorting it out, is going to go up." Another one here, I remortgaged last year and the insurance, or the, the 
The bank which gave the mortgage stated the insurance had to be the valuation price of the house, not the rebuild value, says John and Galway. House valued at 465000 but the rebuild value online was just 350000 No, that's nonsense. That looks, that sounds like nonsense to me, Matt. No, somebody's got mixed up there. It's nothing to do with the valuation. It's not about what you sell the house for. It's about what you have to repair it or rebuild it. Okay, another one says, I have a property and the garage is separate to the house. Do I have to insure both buildings or is it one property for insurance purposes with one insurance policy? It should be one insurance policy, but you will need to specify that, the, the, you know, there's a garage or whatever and you want that covered. You know. Even if it's separate, not, Even not if it's connected separate, to the yeah. house. Okay, we've got to leave it there. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. Thank you. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.